0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This,
1: this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey
0: Hudson and Kaylee Myself. And on that note... I don't know if this is good news or bad news, Kaylee. I'm so glad you're wearing the cute sweater because it is time to get into some Bengals, the Bucks Bucks hosting this weekend, Raymond James Stadium, 425. And I'm terrified.
1: Yeah, I'm nervous, Casey. We talked a few weeks ago and we looked ahead and we said that um, we circled the 49ers game and we said, Hey, this is a, this is a game. They're probably not going to win. And then I said, "Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess, silly me. I said I see them winning against the Browns, which I still do. they could have and they should have. Um, but the, this was the other game that I was like, I just don't know about the Bengals. They're they're kind of playing sneaky good right now. You, they go out, they beat the Chiefs. Um, they're they're you know they they've taken care of all of the other teams in the NFC South." they beat the falcons they beat the panthers they beat the saints like this would be you know their sweep of the nfc south they're clearly trying to make you know a playoff run and and do something here mm-hmm. this team is looking a little bit scary right now although they are dealing with some injuries um we are starting with bucks offense versus Bengals defense. So these injuries, uh, a lot of their offense is dealing with injuries. So I guess we'll get to those when we go into uh, Bengals offense. Um, but they are dealing with some injuries. Just to to throw that out to start. Um, but Casey, this this matchup, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it favors the Bucs right now. Not no. with the way that these two teams are playing. You know, if the Bucs continued on their up and up after Germany. I would say that these two teams had a little bit more of a comparison. Right. But the Bengals are on an upward trajectory and, and I, and the Bucks are just inconsistent. You just don't even know what trajectory they're on. They'll have a good game and then they'll have a bad game. And then, and it's just, it's just so inconsistent. You just don't know where they're at or what Bucks team is going to come out
0: and play each week. They're on a Richter scale. Like (laughs) one minute, they're up two minutes. Down the next minute, earth is shattering and then it's coming back together. Like this, this team is is an earthquake, (laughs) breaking breaking havoc, breaking havoc, wrecking havoc. But as you were saying, Kaylee, um, it's actually Mike Hilton, one of their cornerbacks with a knee injury, he has participated. Um, a defensive end, Joseph Osayi, a shoulder, but he was limited. And then their D tackle, DJ Redder, took a rest day. So, as for the defense, that's Oh, and Jalen Davis, cornerback, Thumb, did not participate. So there's a couple people in their secondary that may not be a part of this matchup, which I'm sure you and I would sit here and agree and be like, yay, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, go have yourself a day. But then it's just like, mm, are they going to be a part of the game plan? Are we going to see Mike Evans in the first, second, or third quarter? Like, I almost feel like there's either something the organization is not revealing about Mike Evans or there's just like, so, something's got to be going on at this it's three games in a row where you're like where the heck is mike evans first quarter where the heck is mike evans second quarter oh there. uh oh i don't know if that was mike evans who was that then it's bad pass <laughs> then it's incompletion then it's no mike evans again and then all of a sudden it's like mike evans holding call i i don't know if i can ride this ride anymore
1: yeah it's a lot it's a lot for sure and and they're it's not going to be easy. You know, Tom Brady has not had all that many interceptions this season,
0: mm-hmm. but he's going
1: against a squad that, that is 11th in scoring defense. Um, Von Bell and Jesse Bates, they've combined for seven interceptions and he just come came off a game where he gave up two interceptions and, and he's not been as on his mark as he's been of late. So you mm-hmm. have a a, a clearly struggling Bucks offense against the Bengals defense um, that I, I'm not saying that they're the best defense in the world, but they're good. They they they're they can stuff. do some stuff. They're able to produce and mm-hmm. <laughs> frankly, it doesn't seem like it takes like that much for the Bucs to beat themselves on offense. Look at what right? we saw last week. Um, I think that this is a game where, and this is gonna sound like total coach speak, but I and I'm gonna get more into into the actual X's and O's and some stats and stuff. But Casey, my, my like biggest piece of advice to the Bucks offense is like just worry about yourselves. Just just don't screw up. Like <laughs> just just try not to get the holding calls. Try try not, you know what I mean? Just like worry yeah. about your own self worry about your own game and just like, don't screw up Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: that. Don't beat yourselves is essentially what I'm saying, because I think that a lot of times this offense has just beaten themselves. Look at the crazy penalties they've taken. Look at the lack of accountability. Look at the lack of structure. Look at the lack of good play calling. Like there's so many times where this offense they've just beaten themselves. It's not even the defense that that they're going against. that's really like left them in, in such a bad place. They're just beating themselves. So biggest, like piece of advice coming into this game. is just like, do your job, do your job. Trust that the person on beside you on both sides of you is going to do their job. Everybody do your job and just like, try not to screw it up. Like, that's the biggest piece of advice because I truly think that that this team, I think that they have a chance if they play the way we've seen them play at times Mm -hmm. this season. I do think they have a chance. I'm not going into this game and just writing it off. I think that there's a chance. I'm nervous because they haven't always played that way, but they have a chance to win this game. This is a winnable game Kroger, fresh for everyone, fuel restrictions apply.
0: Yeah. And I agree with the beat yourself thing because that's going to be when you're looking at these matchups, that's going to play a huge role in it if they don't go in there, execute, do their jobs, and have a proper, I don't want to say proper, but just be smarter and wiser and have a more appropriate game plan because uh, injury report us uh, playing into this a little bit, you got Chris Godwin in the slot going up against Hilton's not in there. That's going to open up Chris Godwin, who's kind of led the charge whenever they started to get that in there, that that, you know, path attack going. So if you're not going to be going against Hilton and that's going to give Chris Godwin an edge, I would hope that they would have the smarts to utilize that and kind of like ramp up that option. Then you've got Evans versus Apple. Apple's extremely inconsistent. I like that matchup a lot to where if you can, I don't know, allow the ball to land on Mike Evans in a more appropriate manner. Mike
1: Evans before the fourth quarter.
0: Right. Like there's a quality matchup there where you can actually get that in-air attack going. What I like more so of the idea of them having a passing attack is the fact that Sam Hubbard is that guy – on the Bengals that will rack up the sacks um, that knows how to, you know, break past offensive lines. We know that this offensive line is dealing with issues again, seeing as how Tristan Worfs isn't there. And that's the side that the line on. he typically would be getting owned by Tristan Worfs, but now um, there's no one there to collect rent. So the idea of Hubbard getting in and going against a guy like Josh Wells um, Hubbard's kind of underrated in terms of what his capability is. And yep. I love the idea of them trying to do a big ground game here because last week when the Bengals took on the Browns, and I know we're talking about the Browns, but this is still a Brown team that beat the Bucks a couple weeks ago, Nick Chubb only came up with 34 rushing yards. Yeah, Watson, you know, likes to use his legs in panic moments, especially now that he's trying to get his arm back. Uh, he had 33 rushing yards. Other than that, it was the passing attack that helped the Browns stay in any capacity of game, Peoples-Jones getting 114 receiving yards. So matchup-wise, I don't love the idea of them thinking that they're going to go into this using Leonard Fournette and Risha White on the ground. While you have a fragmented offensive line, yet again, you've got holding calls coming out the wazoo on your left side. Then you got Hub coming up right side versus Wells and Mason, who's been very okay this season. So if they could just put a little bit of strategy behind their game plan, if they could put some execution, as you said, everybody do their job and be smart about this, then they don't have to embarrass themselves on their home territory. As for leaning in towards any direction of them winning or losing, they haven't played well enough for me to see them winning. So at this point, I just kind of want them to not embarrass themselves. I want them to stay in the game. I want them to be smart as best that they can. And so I don't see a ground game taking off here. If they were able to contain Chubb and other guys of that stature, but people Jones to get a hundred yards. Yeah. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans should be able to get a hundred yards. And that's what I'd love to see. I love to see an in-air attack with this matchup, especially if health ends up being an indicator for the Bengals secondary, then you really have an opportunity there.
1: Yeah. And I, and I love what you mentioned. Um, you know, with, with the guy like Hubbard, you know, he, he is able to do some stuff. He has six, six and a half sacks on the season, but uh, also kind of thinking about their defense, Logan Wilson, he leads the squad with 21 tackles and he has four quarterback hits, three passes, uh, you know, defended. So, he he's he's another guy that you have to keep your eyes on and he's another reason why they shouldn't pursue the ground game um that they should they should take a different strategy coming into this um even with getting rashad white in the mix it's just not it's just not a good idea um clearly it doesn't work you saw what they did against nick chubb who's one of the best don't don't try it. I mean, it just seems like a silly thing to to do. It's that is a way in which you would be beating yourselves, right? Like that's what I'm right. saying. Like, don't don't do that. That that then you're just beating yourselves. You're not really giving yourselves a chance if you're going into mm-hmm. this game saying, "Oh, we're just gonna ground and pound." Like, no, you're not. That's not gonna nah. happen. So yeah. try again. Like, figure it out. Um, and I, and I love that you mentioned some of the good matchups that we have here because there are some good matchups. They just need Mm. to take advantage of them. They need to take advantage of them. Um, you know, I think it'd be nice to see them get into the end zone more than once, you know, it'd be nice to see them move down the field and get within field goal range, you know, more than twice (laughs) in a game, um, so he, he, it, he,
0: you he can't like, when well, you said that <laughs>
1: last week was pretty bleak. I mean, frankly for this offense. And so it's like, there's a, there's like, you can only, I mean, I've, again, I'm nervous saying this, but it's like, you can kind of only go up from there. Like you played pretty pretty yeah. last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see if we can do something better than that. Right. This defense isn't, that again this defense isn't that amazing they're not terrible but they're average and so the biggest thing is just don't beat yourselves like that's i, right. I know i just keep coming back to that but it's like you have the power to control where you're going in this game there's some full answers in this it's do what works you know what works right. you've seen it work look at the two minute drill look at the games that you've won you know what works just do mm-hmm. that take advantage of the mismatched opportunities. I love the, the, the Apple Evans. That's great. That's perfect. They need to take Mm -hmm. advantage of that. Um, And then just, you know, be cognizant of the guys that are going to, you know, push, you know, Sam Hubbard, Logan Wilson. Those are two guys you need to be cognizant of Von Bell, Jesse Bates. You know, those are two guys you need to be cognizant of in, in, in the, uh, the secondary, like, those are the those are the key guys on defense that you gotta be aware of. Mm-hmm. After that, it's you know, it, it it should be a little bit more smooth sailing. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have too much else on this offense, you know, on the Bucks offense, because again, it's Casey, it's what we've been saying all year. Like, take advantage. You've got, you know, use your tight ends, use. Use the players you have and use them to their abilities. Play to your strengths. That's something that I, right. I, I, I talk about in different scenarios and different life situations all the time. Like, oh, you're good at this thing. Okay, cool. Do it. Go and mm-hmm. do it, and like, and like, crush it. I'm not. I'm not good at that, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play to my strengths. Like the Bucks need to play to their strengths because they Right now, it feels like they're trying to be somebody that they're not, and it clearly is. That being successful. So,
0: well, Casey hurt them massively because, you know, when you look at what the Bengals have done, while their defense isn't talking so much, this defense in most of their contests have held their opponent to 20 points or less. So, for yes. a team that struggles to string together a sequence of, of you know, an offense that can do anything well or consistent, they're going to have a more embarrassing situation on their hands than they did versus the 40s if they try to come out and, you know, don't plan accordingly. So I love that you mentioned the tight ends because with their ability to manage the game. And since they've kept a lot of their opponents to 20 points and less, unless it's the chiefs who I think only got 24 points, you know, more points than normal. um, This, this offense is not the chiefs. You've got so much quality in, you know, and still very underused Cam Bray could be your oversized receiver in many instances, and we saw him draw good penalties throughout the season. So that's somewhere else they could be smarter and have a great mismatch opportunity as well. Um, Again, if health plays a role when it comes to the secondary, they're going to have a middle of the field that they can control if they utilize it, but that's not going to be your ground game. That's going to be your tight end. So I'm glad you mentioned the 10s because they can have a key role in keeping this team in the game versus the Bengals and hopefully stacking more points than 20 because as of now, they're not going to be able to put up 20 points if they come out there and shoot themselves in the foot. No. And no. tight end position can be extremely helpful. We are seeing Keith get more involved. We are seeing them, you know, go to him a bit earlier, which is fantastic. They're building yeah. trust there, but they're going to have to not come out in the first quarter and be fearful. Or if there's a drop pass, they can't completely reverse and go back to their old ways. They're, this is team. game they're going to have to lean into a different direction. And i rather this team lose and do something different and promising that they could build up versus retract to their old ways that we've seen all season long and lose that way. You know what I mean? 100%. Like at this point, yeah. I, coach, I want to start just you, you, if you have nothing to lose and you, have all to gain by trying something new that you can build off of. So I'd rather see that than the same old, same old mistakes and issues and whatnot. And hopefully with social media getting involved and, you know, I saw something yesterday on Twitter and I'm just going to put this out there because there's just been some things in the headlines lately that have been very heavy if anyone's paying attention. And um, somebody made a meme of Donovan Smith, like, getting arrested, quote unquote. And it was like people putting a dumpster or a trash can in the back of a what looks like a police esque like van. And so here's the thing, Bucks fans. You want your players to somehow correct, correct their mistakes, do better. You can't be like character assassinating them on social media and not realizing that you're going to play a role in their mental state when it's time to hit the field. So Donovan Smith's fully aware of the mistakes that he's making. I'm sure he's beating himself up just as much as social media is beating him up. But at this point, like, why did people feel the need to dig any further at a situation that like we want him to shake that off so that he can, you know, get on the field and do better? Um, I don't know. I just felt the need to throw that out there because that just felt so extreme. Like calling yeah, yeah like basically calling somebody garbage and it's like you made your point after the holding call issue Sunday, it's now Wednesday, it's Thursday. Like why you still feel the need to go out. Somebody on social media is beside me, but you want your players to perform. I don't know, maybe not get in their and their brains. So mentally <laughs> attack them to such yeah. extremities because you know, it's hard to shake that stuff off when it's time to hit the field. And we want them to go out there and correct those mistakes. I think we need to do better from a supportive role versus a, you know, meme and, and and tear apart roles so my biggest hope is that the holding calls the penalty gets retracted. they have under 30 yards of penalties that that go against them and as you said from the top Kaylee if they play smart and they don't play against themselves they can have a better performance certainly we just don't know that that better performance will translate to a win